Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. All right. So here we are for this week's uh, Influent Show, our podcast. And we have a very special show. We're going to talk about Proverbs 31. And we're going to read Proverbs 31 through the eyes of a business person. So we're just talking with someone here earlier, and they're saying how, you know, uh, gosh, Bob, you surf, you surf find a lot of interesting business scriptures, or you make up a lot of interesting business scriptures or something like that. And it's like, no, it's, it's just reading it with different glasses, right? Just reading with different glasses. So before we dive in, let's introduce, introduce uh, ourselves uh, real quick. So Deborah, go ahead and just tell us a little bit about you. Um, my name is Deborah, and uh, I live in Kansas City, and I do digital marketing, and have a little, uh, little business. There's six of us on our team, and we work with clients across the whole nation and actually internationally too, help them reach their customers better uh, through the web. Uh, so been going on an entrepreneurial journey, which is super fun. So and so it's two years, right? Uh, actually, it's just over three. Just over three, three years. Officially started. And so you jumped out of the corporate world into the entrepreneurial world as a single woman? Yep. Awesome journey, awesome yep. journey. So yeah, so Amber? Yes, hello, I'm Amber McCool. I'm originally from Florida, lived here for three years, and I'm the director of Influent, and it's amazing to be a part of this and just see what God says about business and launching people into their callings. Yeah, and Hannah. Yes, my name is Hannah Marr, and I recently moved to Kansas City, actually about two years ago. I've been in sales my whole career, I spent uh, five years with a marketing research firm and uh, selling software and uh, lived overseas for a bit. Wanted to be closer to family and moved to Kansas City. I just started a new job in June at a marketing research firm just uh, that was working with customers to better understand the customer voice and uh, marketing insights based on that. Awesome. And these, these girls, I know these girls a little bit and more than a little bit in some cases, but these girls love Jesus, right? And so here you are, all three single women in business, knocking it down, right? But that's, you know, not all segments of Christianity, right? Kind mm -hmm. of are cheering that, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like, you know, some of, you know, some, some are saying, you know, maybe not, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Deborah, I know you were telling me a while back, you know, you were in a group, you know, small group type setting of Christians and they're, you're, as soon as you said you were starting a business, it was like, conversation killer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. why so yeah um I, I don't know I guess people are always just more interested in like social things and your dating life and then when you talk about what you're excited about and it, when it's business just kind of hit like this glazed <laughs> look just didn't really connect with the whole idea um but you know you know it, yeah and, and I mean you expressed to me you know, some frustration years back where, 
it's like we need we need a community of of Christians, marketplace Christians, who are going for it. They're like have a dream yeah. and are going for it, not just trying to mark time off the clock, right? Not just trying to, I, you know, honestly, just you know, the definition of faithful is not making a mistake, mm-hmm. right? And no, faithful is multiplying what we've been given, right? So, so Proverbs thirty-one. So this, I was so triggered by this last week, and somebody, we just mentioned Proverbs 31, and um, I just said Proverbs 31 woman was a businesswoman. And of course, eyebrows are raised, okay? <laughs> so I just wanna say the Proverbs 31 woman is a businesswoman. This lady is a businesswoman, okay? And so I just wanna say Jesus is calling women to do business. Jesus is calling women to do business. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 31 is a the woman. You know, how many of you have heard you've heard of the Proverbs 31 woman? Anybody? Right? Yes, <laughs> definitely. She's a businesswoman. Here's 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 the verses that jump out to me, right? Verse 16. She considers a field and buys it. Right? So that's a that's a speculator in property. Okay? Right, considering a field, you're considering the income, you're considering yeah. the cost, you're considering the maintenance. You're doing a little business plan. That's what that is. From the profit, she plants a vineyard. So, well, she had profits. Whoa! Can't be a Christian. Whoa. <laughs> Christian woman had profits. Amen. You know? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> and then uh, verse 24, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. And I'm reading that, I'm thinking, well, that's, that's Etsy, right? She's got a little Etsy business. Yeah. <laughs> right? So what do you think of that? I love it. I, I think for the first time I read Proverbs 31 in more of a business lens. And I, it, it How'd spelled, you read it before? I think as a woman I'm supposed to be, like a woman I'm supposed to measure up to is Proverbs 31 woman. But reading it in a business lens, I actually felt inspired and I felt encouraged to reach for wisdom and to grow and learn to obtain wisdom and through my faithfulness and through the works. This talks about like her, her works got her praises from her husband. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's by works that is from the, the fear of the Lord is what they were talking about too. And so I, I got a lot from it and my eyes completely open in a different lens reading it that way. It is, it is funny how so much of the Bible Right, we you I have two people who read the Bible and get two completely different things out of it, yeah. you know, because of the lenses yeah. we 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 read, you know, mm-hmm. and this is where I just want to challenge our pastors out out there, you know, who you go to Bible school, you you never really worked a job, you go you know raising a Christian family, then you go become a pastor somewhere, you know, and we read these scriptures without seeing the congregation, right, the 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 human race in these scriptures, mm-hmm. and they really are, right? Mm-hmm. So Hannah. I read that and thought, that's a boss lady. <laughs> 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 that's someone who sees yes. something. She wasn't waiting for someone to make her decisions no. for her, was she? That's right, that's a woman on a mission. That's a, someone who sees something, she goes for it, she makes it happen, she puts in the sweat equity, and 
it's it's beautiful Man, and i got chills you know that that's is, that that's not right. the meek woman that like sometimes you read proverbs in 31 and you're like oh you know like she's at her spindle doing this and that no like that girl is like out working and she's just on making, it yeah yeah it's she's, happening she's going for it <laughs> right she's going for it it's interesting she considered the field and bought it yes it doesn't say she asked anybody no mm -hmm. although maybe her consideration was mm -hmm. right but yeah. she she was a decision maker. Yes. Did not mind making a decision mm -hmm. and making the call and spending the jack. Right. And she had the Lord's backing, you know, to help her out along the way. Mm -hmm. No, for me, I, I read that and I was just inspired. I was like, no, we, we you can be called as a woman to be in the workplace. You can be called, you know, to be at home with your kids. It's work either way. But... For me, I feel like my calling is in the workplace, and that is my platform to share about God's love and what He's doing in my life. And it's just incredible to see, though, that, like, you know, as Christians, we can be profitable and we can be successful because people can then look at us and say, What is that? How can I have some of that? Mm -hmm. And where are you getting that fuel from? And tell me yeah. more about your God, you know, <laughs> who's Jesus? Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it, it's, I mean, it's the power of the workplace, right? Mm -hmm. We're embedded. We're there, you know. You know, people go to missions, and I'm, I'm so happy people go to missions, but man, our, everywhere you walk is a mission field, mm -hmm. right? We've just learned, we just gotta learn to be effective, you know. But it, it is so interesting here, you know, 1000 BC, which is when this was written, you know, God is honoring independent women. This is radical. <laughs> this is radical stuff. Now, you know, even the Roman world, the Roman world historically was, was very male-dominated, mm -hmm. okay? And so that's when Paul is writing, you know, women, hey, you know, you know take it on the down low, right? Because we don't want to, the culture isn't ready for this. The culture isn't ready for, you know, women in, in leadership. But, but here's, here's what, but Jesus said there's neither male nor female. So again, he completely upgraded women and, and made an unequivocal statement of, of, you know, equality of value. It doesn't mean we're the same. It just means, mm -hmm. you know, there's not one greater than another. And, and uh, crazy, I mean, how much Christianity honors women. And uh, I love it. And it's, but it's, it's interesting to see in, his, in history, I mean, women just got the vote here. You know, what was the year? You know, it was uh, like 19, in the, the 10s somewhere, I believe, wasn't it? And uh, it really wasn't that even long ago. You guys, yeah. not a lot of historians. They were like, I don't know. I'll have to giggle that. <laughs> but you but think about it. So, I mean, yeah. it took 2,000 years for society to recognize mm -hmm. this. But to me, that's part of reformation. That's part of bringing the yeah. value system of God. He loves this half of the human race called women and wants them to be everything he's called them to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and here, you know, so he... he hinted it out in you know 1000 bc jesus clearly unequivocally called women out in you know uh you know 30 a.d and here we're, we're seeing it happen and we're seeing you know we're seeing women really rising up and uh and becoming these wonderful leaders with meekness and humility but with but going for it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. deb what do you think i love that um i think it's so powerful to me because it helps create just a 
a standard or it, it normalizes casting a vision for something much bigger than just you know me and my little life and and that applies to men and women but it's the whole idea of investing in something and it's bigger than you it's giving yourself over to your purpose and your calling that God mm -hmm. set for you and putting in the effort and the energy to really partner with him in that and to think beyond um, you know what society might tell you you're only going to measure up to so much or your values only in certain or specific things but to be able to say like your worth is more than that and that you have vision for your life and it, it is creating wealth out of what you've been given that's you know spending your talents and taking what, you, what you've been given and multiplying yes it. multiplying mm -hmm. and it encourages you to do that and I love that because I think um, that's what humans were created for it was mm -hmm. to accomplish a purpose with the Lord in that and I think it's very easy to be reactive and to coast and you know to just try and skate by but we're called to be you know to live more than that and to make your life count and I think that is a good just example of what that looks like and yeah, um, yeah it's awesome you know you know but it, it is it's like there's just this absence of vision you know it's like even a lot of a lot of a lot of young professionals are kind of going for it but really lack the why they haven't quite figured out the why you know <laughs> yep. and and so yeah, we can share the Lord a little bit, and but yeah. people don't necessarily know how to do that. That's why I wrote this book, Marketplace Christianity. Please get it; it's a great book, and give all the money to charity. But it is a great book, and it's it's the it's the why. It's it's and that's the how how to actually bring the gospel in. You know, and yeah, we can we can give money. It's awesome, but the 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 bigger reason, the bigger why, is that the harvest Jesus the harvest Jesus is talking about is a harvest of kings and queens. If you read Matthew 13, the parable of the wheat and the tares, the wheat is the sons of the kingdom, the daughters of the kingdom. And the harvest, he said, the field is the world, the harvest is the end of the age. You know, the harvest he is after is young kings and young queens who are fit to rule and reign with him forever. And the training for reigning is business. So you're you're doing this business startup. How much are you learning right. about people? Oh, how much you learn about people? A lot. <laughs> how much are you learning about management? About focus? About time? About how much wisdom are you gleaning? A lot. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> it doesn't always feel like it. Well, think think about where you were five years ago. Yeah. Where you, your under your level of skill, your level of understanding, yeah. your level of wisdom. Yeah, I, I mean, five years ago, I don't remember where I was, but, you know, even just, it's it was much more comfortable back then where it's like you show up and you do your job and you never really step outside of your comfort zone, but being put in a position where you're being forced to learn a lot and be right. in very uncomfortable situations and just the unknown of not knowing what's coming around mm -hmm. the corner, but putting yourself out there and just taking stuff as it comes and learning like I've grown leaps and it's crazy the last few years. it's crazy but you, if you think about it if we really are gonna rule and reign with Jesus right then shouldn't we get some training well you know shouldn't you get some people skills some leadership skills some you know deep spirituality tested yeah. spirituality all these things and he is and he is actually doing this that's the whole 
the parable of Luke 19, right? Mm -hmm. And he entrusted, he says, he says the king came, went, went to uh, receive a kingdom and then return. Who's it talking about the king to receive a kingdom and return? It's talking about Jesus, obviously, right? And so he entrusted his stuff to us, and it's this age, it's the, it's the, inter, it's the inter-advental age between his first and his second coming. It's literally talking about this time. He's saying, I've given you my stuff, multiply it. Mm -hmm. Do business until I come. And then the ones who did good business, what was their, what was their reward? Come on, what, was that? what did they get? Luke 19, you know. Blank. <laughs> Cities, come on, <laughs> cities, and and that's real. It's the idea that yeah. we are going to rule and reign with him. Yeah. So he's got a program for you, a king program, a queen program, mm -hmm. for you to be trained, and it's called business. And I just I just want to tie this in, okay? Because Proverbs thirty one really is about the bride. It's about the bride of Christ, isn't it? It's a type of the bride without spot or wrinkle or anything who is fit to be united with Jesus forever, right? Mm -hmm. And guess what? The, in, in, the, in the Asian culture, the, the brides, the women ran the household. They were the businesswoman. So he, he expects part of what the bride of Christ is to do is to be the Proverbs 31 bride. And this is partly about doing business. This is our calling, is as, as the fit bride for him to be the Proverbs 31. I mean, and she was firing on all cylinders, right? Virtue, I wrote some down some of the words that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. Virtue, diligence, caring for the poor. Mm -hmm. This is his bride. Industrious. Entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial is a person who organizes and manages any enterprise, especially business, with considerable initiative and risk. I love that. You know, she's cranking it out. As you, as you said, boss lady, you know. <laughs> Enterprising, having, showing initiative and resourcefulness. Do you know he values initiative? He values resourcefulness. He gives us his stuff and he says, multiply it. He doesn't even tell us how. It's just go do whatever you've got. Go do it. And it's turning you into a king and a queen. So yeah, this program, this program we are on is this, this queen in training. You know, it's awesome. It is an awesome journey, a privilege. I read this and I think, just to be honest, right? Like, I think women have this tension of, Am I supposed to be, like, separating the two? Am I supposed to be a mom, a wife, stay at home, or a career? And they're like, I need to choose one of these paths. But read this. I'm like, she does it all. Mm -hmm. She's a multitasker. Yeah. And so I, I think that's part of the inspiration, too, reading it, is this is awesome. This is something that, you know, we aren't to just, ha like, we hold ourselves to a standard, but not to get down on ourselves. And like you were saying, the... The wisdom comes from the consistency in the faithfulness, in the trials, and the people you're around, and the challenges that we learn on a daily basis. And so being consistent in the challenges on a day-to-day -day basis, we obtain wisdom. Yeah, and awesome. from that, doing whatever the Lord puts in front of us and being faithful to that. So should a woman who doesn't do business feel bad about, about that? No. No. What do you think? 
I think it's it's what you said. It's enterprising. It's the whole idea of taking whatever you've been given or what's in front of you and what you have. And maximizing it, using yeah, it, deploying have, it, working yeah. it. Absolutely. And yeah. that yeah. looks a lot of different ways and takes shape. And everybody has different skills and opportunities mm -hmm. and characteristics and, you know, and even responsibilities that they're given mm -hmm. in a certain time and being wise with those is what I think that whole thing embodies. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. What do you think, and Anna? Hmm. Well, one of the things that stood out to me is there was a part and it was talking about how she was at her spindle and she was weaving and her the same hands that were working were then outstretching to the poor and the needy. And I thought that was really cool because we can we can do work for the Lord in so many different ways, um, whether that be the workplace or at home or what have you. Um, but because of the position that we're in, we're able to extend love and care mm -hmm. to the people around us. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was just like such a lovely thing because the same hands that mm -hmm. are hard at work can also be so passionate and so gentle. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, and we think all this happened, she did this all within one day, right? Yeah. <laughs> what if it was over a lifetime? What if she had one kind of an entrepreneurial section of her career, then a mothering section of her career, then yeah. a then a spindling section, then an Etsy section, <laughs> you know, and, and she just right. kind of, you know, and she kind of touched all the different areas at mm -hmm. different stages of life in different yeah. ways, you know, yeah. I, you know, and uh, you know, I, I think about my wife who's who's here. I mean, you know, she was a stay-at-home mom. She was a trained engineer, went to school to become a mechanical engineer, worked one year. <laughs> gets pregnant and becomes a stay-at-home mom, you know, and then all the kids leave. You know, what? Yeah. What is this? The kids abandon you, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> they leave, and now what? Well, now she's running a school, awesome. and uh, she's a mom to, you know, 200 kiddos. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm seeing the queenly journey, and I'm seeing the Proverbs 31 in everything she does. Mm -hmm. and, and, but it's in different seasons, vastly mm -hmm. different seasons, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah, and you know, I realize too, everybody's life looks different. Yep. And I think a hu anyone in the world, all humans deal with comparison. But I think for women, it's Tough. particularly yeah. worse. And it's like, that's so poisonous to have comparison. And it, people deal with it, but not living in the comparison of your life not looking like somebody else's. Mm -hmm. And no, every woman doesn't have to be a b businesswoman or a stay-at-home mom, but everybody's life looks different and they have different callings on their yeah. life. And it's... It's about being faithful in what God's calling you to do. Yeah. And for us, that looks like the workplace. And that's amazing. And that makes us come alive. So realizing and identifying with the calling that God set before you as a woman and being faithful in that. That's yeah. awesome. That's, that's awesome. Deborah? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's uh, there's so many ways we can serve the Lord. But... I'm looking at and reading these scriptures, it's so clear how much God values entrepreneurialism. Mm -hmm. She was just, and so even if you're not a businesswoman, right, it's just, he's valuing the innovation, the industrious nature. So this, we are to tap into that. I, he loves this. It's, there's an element of God's nature of creativity, mm -hmm. right? In just being, making something happen mm -hmm. that wasn't happening before, right? Taking care of something. And so yeah. that's God. So he does yeah. want us to tap into that whether we do business or not. Yeah. Yep. You know, but yeah. I do want to say, I just want to say it. I want to say it. 
that Jesus calls women to do business and to lead in business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Let's say it. Anybody, anybody Let's do agree it. with me? Come on. Light it up. Light it up. <laughs> All right, women, light it up. All right, we'll see you next time. God bless. Yes.